Everybody. Welcome to Unscripted Unlimited. I'm Dan Hummer. We're here for our first ever sitcom, Settle It in the Ring. Uh, represent, uh, representing uh, Night Court, we have Karen. Hey. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Designing Women, we have Doug. Who better? <laughs> The king of designing women. Uh, uh, actually, no, I, not really the king because I can't draw. Uh, and designing women is CBS and Night Court is NBC. I know that's the different networks is a big deal. Yeah, because that's the theme that we're going to be doing. And uh, representing ABC uh, and Growing Pains, we have Eric. What's up? Uh, I will be judging, of course. Another judge is uh, Sharon. Howdy. And uh, representing a Elite Diplodoc on Twitch and YouTube, Sean's here. Hello. All right. Uh, we have four rounds. We got theme music, the characters slash plot, right? Yeah. Uh, moments and episodes, and the Nielsen ratings. So how, how's the Nielsen ratings going to go, just to break it down? All right, so pretty much you're going to talk about, like, how, like, with the Nielsen rating, or, like, the Nielsen ranking. Okay. So, like, if it was, like, uh, any of the seasons were, like, top 20, top 30, top 10, maybe. Right. Uh, top 50, whatever it was, and, like, the impact that the show had during its run. Okay. Uh, and pretty much, for anybody that's... Uh, done our, you know, uh, ever listen to any one of our debates or like your debates on the, the web case. Right. Uh, pretty much everybody's going to give their pitch yeah. as to why theirs is better. And then you're going to ring the metaphorical bell. Yes. And then we're going to argue uh, pretty much why ours are, why the show we're representing is better than our opponents. Okay. So Eric and I are going to argue, you know, like the stereotypical married couple. Well, you uh, basically are. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll start it out with the first round, theme music. I'll actually kick it to you first, Doug. Why does Designing Women have the best theme music? All right. So, by the way, Designing Women was the third theme that he just played. No. There's no word, but it's like, you know, designing women. It's like, you know, you know, you think of something like that. And it's like, okay, you know, the soft, easygoing music or whatever, you know. The, uh, and it's just like, you know, and I think in later years, like, the music pretty much was uh, the intro was pretty much Anthony, who was one of the characters on the show, playing the piano and the girls are near it and all that. So, like, it's just kind of like soft and, you know, easygoing and, like kind of eases you into the show. Uh, to be honest with you, this is a round I plan on losing. So well, that's a good pitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just it's soft, easygoing. It's it, like you know, just kind of just vibe to it, and you know, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I I do like the music. So, but yeah, easygoing, easy to vibe. You know, all that fun stuff. Right. All right. Uh, 
We'll uh, kick it to Karen next. Karen, why does uh, Night Court have the best theme music? Because it's original sounding. It's got a funky original sound. Just kind of fits, gives you an idea of what the show is kind of going to be like. And it just is uh, different. It's quirky. Okay. Yeah, it's quirky. That's a good word. A good I like word. that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, there right. really wasn't any other shows. Sometimes it reminds me of Barney Miller's sound, and I think yeah. it was a, uh, it was kind of like a uh, NBC kind of thing. But some of, but it, but it still had a quirky, different sound, and you always knew what was coming on when you heard the song. But there was no singing in it. It was just the, uh, um, the musical. It was a musical thing. All right. All right. Eric, why is uh why is Growing Pains got the better theme song? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Um it feels heartwarming because you, you hear all this um words that you hear. Um and then it actually has lyrics, right? It has lyrics. Yeah. And then and you you can actually it's it's a good beat too. And and it gets in your head. It's still in my head right now. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to it for like two weeks straight. So. You were singing it during the interview. Yeah. I can sing it in my head. So it's like, it, it just feels good to uh, sing it. Yeah. It's, it's All good. week at the cafe, I'm sure people have walked in on you in the back while you're doing the dishes, singing the song and dancing. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did Good thing you weren't at home, or else you would have been in your underwear. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait, no, this isn't the debate part. <laughs> Not yet, but uh, is that all you got, Eric? Yeah. All right. Well, then, ding ding. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll throw it to you, Doug. But everybody, what? Why is their perspective? What's wrong with the other two theme music? Well, first so. of all, growing pain. First of all, uh, growing pains is too heartwarming. Okay. All right, like. And sometimes, and when you're too heartwarming, it's like, oh, you know, it's a nice, and it's just like, oh my God, give me a break. Like, for the love of God, and trust me, I'm not necessarily somebody that, you know, is very heartwarming. Uh, You know, no shit. uh, (laughs) So, like, uh, like, you know, my heart pretty much, uh, Jack Frost's heart can get defrosted faster than mine. But uh, it's kind of it's kind of sappy. Yeah. So like it, it, it it's sappy and it's like yeah it's got a good beat. Blah. Uh, and night court <laughs> like it's just like you know it's quirky. Yes, I'll give it that. But designing women it's just like you have it's the right uh, fit. Designing women is euphorial and la di da and you can't even tell what it's about. Boring. It doesn't narrate Designing women has no rhythm. Hey, yeah. It has no rhythm to it. You can't, you can't even whistle it. You know you can also badmouth her theme music too, right? Don't just hit me. I'm getting to that. It's a hit piece. Nightcore, it's, bo- it's just as boring as Designing Women. It has no beat here. Yeah. Boy, you can't whistle it. You can't do anything with it. Night court gets you hip hopping across the floor. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it, it makes me. 
You make me not want to watch the show. First of all, anybody <laughs> that's actually sitting in this room right now, anybody that's sitting in this room right now that tries to hit hop across the floor is more than likely breaking a freaking hip. Uh, that's why I said anybody in this room here. Uh, Growing pains at least it makes you want to watch the show. And growing pains gives the theme gives me growing pains. <laughs> I, it takes me back to my childhood. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's very It's very childish, Eric. You're right there. It's very childish. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Jeez, brutal. Uh, She's right. Thanks, Karen. So, <laughs> Designing women makes you want to tiptoe through the tulips. (laughs) Nightcore doesn't want me makes me want to watch the show. Ooh. Nightcore Nightcore makes you want to just go to the city jail and just check yourself in there. (laughs) Designing women, I don't even know what the show's about. I'm going to tell you what the show's about when we get to the next category. All right, all right. Ding, ding. This is very good. Uh, so it was good jams at every every show. Well, that's what we is what we're designed to do. You're, it's what you're designed women to do. Well, again, I don't design any of the women on here. If I were to actually, never mind. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, very good debate, very good round. We're gonna toss it to the judges now. Uh, I'm gonna toss it to Sean first. We each have a point to give, and then we're gonna rank up all the points right at the end, right? Yeah. And then uh, whoever has the most points wins. So, Eric, or Sean, who do you give your point yes. to? Um, I'm going to actually give my point to Doug, only because I like tiptoeing through tulips. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. <laughs> I messed up that one. <laughs> All right, Sharon. I'm going to toss it to you. Uh, who had the best argument and who gets your point? Well, they all had very good arguments. It was very entertaining to listen to. Yes. But I am going to give my point to Growing Pains because they did, they're the only ones with lyrics. And I like that because then it's a little more identifiable as to yeah, what, the show is what show is it, it is for. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually have to – we're going to start out with a tie because i got to give it to Karen with Night Court because I thought she made really good points about – especially she kind of dismantled Designing Women. And it is kind of la-di-da. It really doesn't tell you what the show's about. It could be to anything. So she did have a point there. And uh, I think was it Growing Pains that she yeah. called childish? I, I kind of agree. So uh, yeah. I'm going to give it to Night Court. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, one, 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 one. It's one one one. We we have a tie game. It's anybody's game at this point. Uh, we're gonna head into round two with the characters and the plot. And uh, Eric, you oh. good to start? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why is your characters and plot? What what's so special about? Because that makes mm. the show. Uh, boy. Uh, you had Alan Trickle. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> he he was the main, he was probably he was doctor in that show. He was a therapist. <laughs> he was a therapist. All right, that was a dick move. Doug, you go first. You want to go first? Let's right. let's set Eric in. All right. So, uh, designing women. All right. So you have the sugar baker design firm. 
the Sugar Baker Design Firm, ahead, of course, by Julia Sugar Baker. She is the one in charge. Her sister, Suzanne, uh, you know, Suzanne basically put a lot of the money in it. Yes. Then you have Charlene, who is the receptionist, and uh, Mary Jo, who's also a designer. So it's those four. Then you have Anthony, who is their delivery driver, and then becomes a partner in their firm. All right. And uh, the chemistry that the five of them have together, and again, you know, Suzanne and Charlene leave in the first, uh, leave after, uh, at the beginning of season six. By the way, Charlene is played by Dean Smart, Dixie Carter, not the woman who owns TNA Wrestling, but actually a more talented person. She plays Julia Sugarbaker, Delta Burke is Suzanne, uh, uh, Annie Potts is Mary Jo. Then you have um, Mazak Taylor. I probably just butchered his name, but he plays Anthony. And then, uh, you know, later on there's cast changes, but it's those five that are like they're the main cast for the first five seasons and they they do a heck of a job you know they anthony gets brought in again he's just a delivery driver he's a former inmate from prison and he uh but he makes partner in season three and just the the chemistry that they have and then of course you know after season at season six suzanne leaves and she's replaced by uh, Allison Sugarbaker, who's a cousin, um, who is played by uh, Julia Duffy. Then, of course, Charlene leaves. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Charlene leaves. Jean Smart leaves the show, and she is replaced by Jan Hooks, who actually plays uh, Charlene's uh, sister, Carlene. And then uh, Julia Duffy, uh, Allison, only stays until uh, the beginning of season seven. She is replaced by uh, Judith Ivey, who plays uh, B.J. Poteet. And then, of course, you have other characters like uh, Bernice, who is this older lady who hangs out with the who hangs out with the girls. Uh, and they get themselves into a lot of misadventures, which I'll uh, talk about in the, uh, you know, best moments episodes thing. But they get themselves into quite a few, and they're just. But the chemistry between all of them was unmatched, especially when uh, Suzanne and uh, Charlene were there. Okay. All right. I'm gonna uh, throw it to Karen. Uh, Karen, why is uh, or what is so great about Night Court's characters and plot? Because it's different. There was nothing else on TV that was like Night Court. It took place in New York in a courtroom where the judge did a lot of uh, um hookers and you know it it was kind of like district court and he would like um decide whether um they were held over for trial or left out on bail or whatever but uh you had john larroquette who was the uh what is it the um prosecuting attorney yes he was the prosecutor marky post was the defendant defending lawyers like the uh 
court-appointed attorney. And uh, then there was Mac, who was the judge's uh, court, whatever they're called. And um, court clerk, yes, thank you. And Bull, who was a security and uh, uh, Selma Diamond, who played Selma. um, And then it was switched over to Marsha Warnfield, who played Roz. Um, And they were another court uh, security. They were a very, very good cast. They uh, played off of each other very well. Uh, Harry was a quirky uh, judge who liked Mel Torme and did magic. And uh, Don Larroquette was a sleazy womanizer. And Marky Post was this very righteous, wanting to be a do-gooder and everybody could be saved kind of thing. And uh, Mac was usually the voice of reason. Um, And Bull was smart, but not smart. And Salma was just an old-timer who had a uh, snarky thing to say about everything, which most of us older people do. Um, But the humor in the show was great. It was a good comedy, and it was classic comedy, and they played off of each other. And it was one of those shows that was just really entertaining and you didn't really get into social issues or anything like that. It was a show to escape in. And that was what I liked about it. Having been someone who actually watched all of these three shows and who was a fan of all three shows, I liked Night Court for the simple reason that it was an escape. Designing women used to like to get into social issues, which is great. And even, you know, Growing Pains was about family things and morals and things that family goes through. Night Court was just about laughing and having a good time. All right. Very good. Uh, Eric, we're going to swing it back to you. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll try. Characters and plot for Growing Pains. What do you got? Well, you got the father who was a therapist. And then you got the mom who was a stay-at-home mom. She was at first, but then she became went back to being a reporter. Okay. And the father stayed at home, moved his practice to the house, so he could be with the kids. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And then, and then you got the teenage boy, the teenage kid, uh, Kirk. Uh, Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Cameron, that was the actor, yes. He's probably the mo- one of the most famous ones on the show. He was your typical teenage kid. High school problems and all that teenage girl. You had your teenage girls then, and then Tracy no, he wasn't the oldest. He was the middle child. No, he was the oldest. Was he the oldest? Was Mike yeah, the oldest? Mike Stever was the oldest. Oh, I thought it was the I thought it was the girl that was the oldest. No, she no, she was she's middle. the middle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Tracy Gold. And then you got the um, the girl with the middle child. She was your typical teenage girl too. Who uh, had guy problems, <laughs> uh, and then you got the little kid, the, the cute one, the, uh, the um, Ben. 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 He was your he ben. was your uh, typical boy who just had like to have fun. Yeah. That's uh, all I have. All right. Uh, <laughs> ding ding. Let's go to the debate, Doug. 
I think you're the best person to start an argument. So. All right, yeah. I, a lot of practice. Uh, and if, if anybody knows how to start an argument with these two, it's me. Uh, I did it for three years. So uh, Yes, you did. Actually, probably, I, actually, I've probably done it with Karen longer, because Karen actually was my boss way before I even went into the cafe. All right. So, anyway, yes. just for a little bit of backstory. Uh, all right. So, designing women, here's the thing, like, Karen said that Night Court was more about, you know, just fun because designing women attack social. They were in a courtroom. Terry was shot at in many of the – how is that fun? I, if I, well, first of all, if I want to go get shot at, I'll go to the city of Philadelphia, but I wouldn't call that fun. Right? And, like, Growing Pains, the, the cast of Growing Pains, you had Carol who was – annoying because she thought she was this do-getter and she was very... She's a nerdy book smart She kid. was a nerdy book smart kid who, who loved boys but unfortunately they wouldn't love her back unless she was wearing a plastic or a paper bag over her head. Uh, all right. Ouch. And Ooh. little Ben, he was cute for the first couple of years but then he turned into uh, but then he turned into a little brat and by the way the actor afterwards became a drug addict. Uh, and then, you know, Kirk Cameron, he was, you know, again, Michael Seaver. Yeah. He was a good character and all that. And, you know, he loved the girl. He was a ladies man. He loved to get himself into trouble. Uh, and then Kirk Cameron, you know, he of course is now a a born again Christian. I'm not going to make fun of that. No. Uh, but Maggie and Jason, sometimes Maggie and Jason, the parents, they thought they knew, like you know, what was going on or whatever? They thought they had a handle on things. They didn't, and the guy was running the therapist's office out of his house. <laughs> Designing women like they were fun. They were uh, they were quirky themselves. Anthony was uh, you know Anthony Bouvier, the uh, the driver, then uh, partner. He was uh, fantastic because he was a good addition to this to this cast of ladies, and they were. Uh, pretty much like Charlene was just, she was dim-witted, but she had a great heart on her. Suzanne could be, uh, could be a bitch, but you know, she was just like, uh, she played it off really well. Delta Burke did a good job. Julia always tried to be serious, but couldn't. Uh, and you know, it was fun. They were just all fun episodes and yes, they dealt with social issues, but they dealt with them very well. The other two shows, like Night Court, didn't know how to be social. And well, Dan Fielding couldn't be social with anybody unless they were well, one had no clothes on, or two were downstairs. You know, anyway, uh, <laughs> don't really want to finish that sentence. So I won't. Uh, Eric, why do why does designing women suck? Uh, I don't know because I, I never watched the show. I never <laughs> I never heard of it until like. Three weeks ago. <laughs> so, well, the show was so good. Night Court, I mean, so Night Court, I, I know <laughs> because of Fox and Doug. Yeah, because you jumped in on that show. When we did that show, you jumped in at like a half hour late. Yeah. And Fox and I were having a good time then. <laughs> right. The designing women was so good that all the people on the show quit. 
Yeah, and it, took yeah, night court, it took Nightcart four seasons to actually find a good cast. The only person, all those people were, Marky Post was the second year, because there was a, you're right, there was a different uh, public defender. Uh, Selma died, so you can't really blame her for that. She died, and that's why Roz replaced her. If she would have laid off so. a cigarette, she would have been fine. <laughs> All right. And, you know, Marky Post, well, here's the thing. Marky Post came in the, first, the, the second season, but she, wasn't, she was still doing another show. So they brought in somebody else who, they, who the casting directors did not like because she was supposed to be a love interest for Harry, and they had more of a brother-sister relationship, which is more the fault of well, the people writing the damn show because that's the lines they wrote for her. Okay. So, yeah, Designing Women, yes, they quit, but they still achieved, like, even in that season when Delta Burke and Gene Smart left, and uh, I'll get into this more later on, but they were still a top ten show, even without the two of them. Okay, but Night Court was a top ten show, too. So, and Growing Pains was probably top ten also. They all were probably... It did their thing in the top ten. Um, but Night Court was different. Night Court was quirky, and some of the people, the characters that were on trial were very funny. And it took a lighter look on a very dark so- part of society, and it made it a little funnier. And it just kind of tried to get uh, something different. Instead of another family show where everybody's happy at the end. The kids make the mistake, the parents find out, they explain why it's wrong, and the kids all understand now, and they've learned their lesson, and everybody trots off into rainbows and sunshine. And And in Designing Women, it was a bunch of women always dressed very nicely, I never really saw them design anything. They usually just sat around their little office slash house and talked about their moral social issues and their boyfriends. And Mary, because uh, Mary Lou, was, Annie Potts was divorced. Jean Smart had a different bunch of boyfriends. And uh, Delta Burke had been married three times. And uh, by the way, she actually met her husband and fell in love and has been married to him all these years, who used to be on Simon and Simon and a bunch of other shows. He's actually on um, NCIS Los Angeles right now. But, um, and Julia Sugarbaker was married to the guy who played her love interest. So really, was this a show created for family and then boyfriends? Who knows? But yes. They all left. They all moved on to different things. They got bored with doing the show. So I'm sure that America got bored, too. They didn't get bored until <laughs> season seven. <laughs> all right. Ding, ding. Do you yeah. got anything else, sir? No, nah, I'm good. I'm saving. I, I got some big ones saved up for the later rounds. Uh-uh. All right. We'll kick it to Sharon first. 
Well, this is, again, quite amusing round. Yeah. But, um, we do our best. And it, it, again, it's very hard, too, because I did watch all those shows and I enjoyed all those shows. Yeah. But as far as argument goes, I have to go with Karen. She really, yeah. it really brought this one home. Yeah. And um, I, I do agree. Night Court was a nice, you could kind of forget all your problems type yeah. TV yes. show. It made you laugh. Yeah. I mean, so it did, made you laugh, yes. So did uh, Designing Women. But again, Karen pointed out very well that it was more social issues that they dealt with. And Night Court was in a prison. The arguments are oh. a lot of. No, they were in a courtroom, but they didn't. They get on their soapboxes and preach about the social No, Dan Fielding just wanted to try to get on top of other women. Exactly. So, anyways, my vote goes to Night Court and Karen. Okay. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. I'm going to have to double that because, especially towards the end, uh, she really made a good point about the – it's not another family show. and it's Because right. there's so many of those sitcoms, and that's what people think of when they think of sitcoms, I think, especially, like, the older ones, mm-hmm. is, like, the family and, and like, that whole deal. Uh and Night Court was something different, and it was an escape, and it's it's a different type of watch compared to the other two. And the Designing Women cast did quit. It, did, it didn't it did last as much as the other shows, I'm pretty sure. I might right. be wrong. Uh, but I, I'm going to have to give the point to, to Karen. Okay. I thought she's the only one that had a good argument against both. Eric couldn't even tell me about his show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I tried. She, yes, you did try. You did try your best. But she, you she, did try, yes. You, you tried. But she really brought home all three and why Night Court was the best one. So, uh, Sean. Thank you. Uh, I'll have to also, just because Eric couldn't, uh, you know, tell us about a show, and I think Doug got a little too heated. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Night, Night Court has my vote as well. How I would give it to Karen. You. <laughs> <laughs> I would give it to Karen. <laughs> And it is four one one. Karen's in the lead, starting to break away here, but we we still got a lot of game left. We're going into round three with moments and episodes. Uh, we'll actually start with you, uh, Karen. What uh, the now, best moments is, and episodes for Night Court? This is a tough one because I really, it's been so long ago since I watched this show. Um, I have to think of, uh, I know that, I remember the episodes with, I think it was John Ashton. Sharon, you can maybe help me with this. Played, wasn't he Harry's father? Yes, I believe so. Uh, from, mm-hmm. Oh, stepfather. Yes, stepfather, yes. And uh, I remember those. And I just remember, um, I can't think of anything off off the cuff. Um, I remember there was episodes with Bull, which were uh, very entertaining. And, um, oh, geez. Yeah, like, uh, give me a minute and uh, maybe I can come up with something, but go ahead and go to the other guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm, my, I've got 65 years worth of TV shows in my head. 
So. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, Eric, do you want to go next? Yeah. All right. I don't know if this is a moment you guys looked it up on YouTube. So. <laughs> is that right? So I, I thought it was a good moment. Um, when the kids were in the garage and uh, they were they found out that their father got divorced and they were saying how they uh, how why he got divorced and they thought he, he was uh, not their father or at least one of them thought the daughter pretty much later on in the argument thought uh, maybe maybe she wasn't related to them. Yeah. So that's how you got it. That's, that's the only moment? All right. Uh, Doug, we're going to throw it to you. Moments and episodes, Designing Women. All right. So there's been a lot of Good moments. Uh, even like again, there was like three different iterations of designing women because you had the original cast for the first five for the first five seasons. Then you had when Julia Duffy took over for Suzanne, and then Jan Hooks came in as uh, as Carlene, and then you know when Julia Duffy left in season seven. But so one of my favorite episodes is when uh, the Handyman, Rusty, asked Julia out on a date because it was his 40th birthday and he'd had a crush on her for the longest time. And he asked her to accompany him uh, for his 40th birthday dinner. They did. They kissed. And then afterwards, uh, when Mary Jo and and Allison and uh, Anthony saw them, they started singing... Julia and Rusty sitting in a tree and all that bullshit. And, you know, K-A-S is I-N-G. And then afterwards they do the thing. And then Anthony looks at uh, Julia and says, Julia, I'm sorry, but they asked me to join in on the singing because they needed a baritone. Uh, And then what led into that was afterwards they were going to go out on another date. And Rusty had a friend that... Uh, needed a date. So they were going to go to the drive-in, and then Mary Jo got suckered in to be in Rusty's friend's date. And then uh, Carlene had a date, or had a date with a guy, but she was uh, supposed to study for schoolwork, and Allison had uh, Carlene, and was paying for Carlene's scholarship. So she's like, all right, fine. I'll go with you on your date. And then, uh, but uh, Carlene's date, uh, his buddy, that was gonna be Allison's date. They they were they were kids or not kids, but they were like only eighteen or nineteen. They worked at a fast food restaurant. Right. So then uh, they talked Anthony into going, and Anthony had to get little old Bernice as his date. And everybody's having a bad time, and Julia and Rusty are trying to you know get along and trying to have a nice time, but Mary Jo wants nothing to do with her guy. Allison wants the two guys that her and Carlene were going out with to just shut up so they could so Carlene can study. Carlene's you know trying to have a good time, but Allison's having nothing of it. So then finally, uh, Anthony and Bernice see that the girls are having a crappy time. So Bernice goes, "Help! Help! Heart attack! I'm having a heart attack! Help! Help!" Yeah. So they get out of there, and then Rusty at the end. Ask Bernice. She goes, "How you feeling, Miss Bernice?" She goes, "Oh, I'm feeling good, dear. Oh, heart attack, help!" And Anthony's like, "Not now, not now, Bernice. You did your job earlier." 
And then, uh, you know, Julian Rusty kind of makes up. She goes, he goes, you know, I know that there can never any, be anything between us, but, you know, I just want to thank you for making my 40th birthday something special. At least we have that. And then there was another moment earlier on when uh, Mary Jo's daughter was involved in a beauty tagging. And uh, Suzanne, who was a former Miss Georgia World, Yes, she, uh, you know, she was talking to the current Miss Georgia World, and you know, telling her all this stuff. And then the current Miss Georgia World was making fun of Suzanne behind her back to another pageant girl. Julia overhears this, so Julia goes to bed for her sister and says, "Let me remind you of who Suzanne Sugar Baker is. She set the pageant world. She set Georgia on fire yeah. during her pageant." Because she actually set sparks and stuff up. Yeah. So just like, you know, she stuck up for her sister. So I find that is a, you know, one of the best moments. Or, you know, there's another moment, uh, season seven, which, you know, uh, wasn't necessarily a big ratings grabber season, but it was still funnier than hell. Uh, Anthony had just got married and he was going to renew his vows with his new bride. Uh, so her parents can see it. And his grandmother could see it. And he was just getting so nervous and, you know, so quirky. And they were going to have the wedding at Julia's house, but then a water main broke. So then BJ uh, said, all right, we'll have the wedding at my house. But she was starting to get freaked out because of her late husband. Because Anthony borrowed the late husband's suit. They were in the late husband's house. So he's like, oh, my God, I think I'm having George's heart attack. And he goes down. And then, uh, you know, Sherman Helmsley was part of that episode, the former George Jefferson. And to me, that was just a great moment because uh, that was another good moment and a great episode because you got to see uh, Julia at her best, Anthony at his best, BJ, who a lot of people really didn't like her as an addition, but she had a really good role on that show. Yes. Uh, Bernice who was harassing George Jefferson the entire time. I can't actually repeat what she said <coughs> because we'll get in trouble. And we'll get thrown off the air. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, but you even got to see Mary Jo and, uh, you know, and Carlene at their best, you know, also some earlier episodes with Charlene and, you know, when she dated a guy that was heavy set. Yeah. Uh, and then he moved to Tokyo, and then she started dating a guy. Started dating another guy, but uh, turns out that that other guy was married. Yeah. And she gets on the phone to tell Mason, her boyfriend, all this stuff. She goes, "How's my little cookie doing?" And Julia just rolls her eyes and goes, "Charlene, enough with the names." <laughs> but there was a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, there's been so many episodes, so many moments. Uh, you know, again, another season seven episode where uh, they go to this art gallery opening. And it turns out the artist was somebody that taught a class that Julia once attended. And he had a crush on her, so he painted her naked. <laughs> now, she didn't pose for it. And then Anthony just goes, up, he goes I, 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 Julia, and they're trying to get her out of there. And she's like, oh, I, I, I'm going to be seen in a completely different light. Mary Joe's just like, oh, you have no idea. We need <laughs> Like, and then uh, you have uh, Carlene trying to, like, put 
stuff because she got like cow, or cow puppets or whatever from her sister, or, like handmade puppets, and she's trying to use those to cover up uh, Julia's cleavage yeah. and parts. And then you hear Anthony go, Julia, uh, or uh, she goes, Carlene, uh, red alert, red alert, or whatever. Uh, you know, hurry up. Yeah. And uh, and Carlene just, and then you see all this stuff just over Julia's, uh, na- uh, you know, painted naked body. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. No, so they had a lot of moments and All right. Uh Karen, do you have anything uh else on Night Court or wanna go? Um yeah. One of the one of the ones that I remember now because I've been flipping through trying to get my memory uh to ignite was when uh Dan gets a new boss and he finds out that his boss is a midget. And he, uh, <laughs> he has a hard time dealing with him. And just the John Marquette was a very funny man. Is a very funny man, and his facial expressions. He was a comedian who could uh, say a lot without saying a word. And uh, just uh, you know, this show was great for saying things that were quite obvious, but like. Uh, we're funny and cutting edge a little bit and a little snarky towards the person they were talking to. Um, and that was Dan all the way through. Uh, another episode again was when Dan, um, sees an old friend who is no longer a, a man, but now a transgender woman and the surprise on Dan's face when he, and the, uh, episode goes on about how, Dan reacts and to this whole thing and learning how to deal with it, whether he's still going to be friends and how his friend has changed who he is. Um, and then there, they used to do a couple of uh, an episode every year about how they would try to get through all these cases and get all their cases done by the end of their work shift. And you would see some really quirky uh very funny characters who were there to be, who were arrested in there to be uh, held over for trial or given a fine or held for bail or whatever. And there, there was some pretty colorful characters um, on those different episodes too. That's all I got. Uh, like I said, my memory, I'd have to actually sit down, which I wouldn't mind doing and sit down and watch, rewatch these shows because they were, I remember they were all pretty good. All right. Uh, there's not really much to argue, but do you want to ding ding or? There's not even really much to argue because, uh, well, first of all, you can't really argue what he said because he remembered one moment, uh, which, and there were so many of them. I, all three shows had really good moments. Yeah. And, and episodes. They were probably. Yeah, they did. Like, and so I'm not. I can't really argue because I like Night Court. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We did a show. And I like on designing it. women. Yeah. So and I'm I not like going to trash. I'm not going to trash Night Court episodes because there's a lot of them that I like. Now I will say that I think their best episodes were in the first couple of seasons. Yeah. All right, because those are the ones I remember the most. Like I remember a couple of them from like season six, season seven. Yeah. But like the last couple of seasons get lost on me. 
growing pain. Uh, I mean, it would also help if they, you could actually watch it for free and not, you know, have to pay per episode. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Designing Women, to me, like, I just remember more of it. Again, it also helps that Pluto has a live channel that airs the thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I lost no. interest in Designing I lost interest in designing women when all the when when the original cast left because I really enjoyed the original cast and I thought that uh, what's her name Julia Julia what's her name Julia Duffy who took over for yeah Julia Duffy and Carlene they were just a little bit too over the top for me and I thought they kind of went in a direction that was a little bit too much because I. The, the original cast were very classy women, and they did funny things and things went off, but they were very classy women, and I thought when they brought those two characters in, they were going too, trying too hard for the laugh, and they just made it a little bit too ridiculous to me, and I wish they would have just kind of stayed in the same uh, way, in the same direction that they had been going from the beginning of the show. So that that was my thing with them. And then uh, Growing Pains, when the kids got older, they kind of, like, started reaching by bringing in new characters, like Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. which, yeah, Eric, I don't know if you know that, that Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt both yeah. started on Growing Pains. Yeah, um, that was, you know, a- and then another thing that, kind of um, put a uh, damper on the show was that, um, and if you didn't know about it, it didn't matter, but, uh, you know, I used to keep up with these things because I love useless information, Uh, but Tracy Gold, who played the daughter, was going through an eating disorder in real life. Yeah, she was like anorexic or something, wasn't she? Wow. Yes, yes, she was... um, and so she was not on the show a lot during a couple seasons because she was trying to deal with her eating disorder. And that just kind of, like, not through anybody's fault, but it just kind of put a, a sadness to the show, you know. Yeah. Um, but they just, and it was a good show, but like we said, it was just a typical family sitcom that did get a little sappy at times. You know, Carol and Jason, they were just always the perfect couple. And nobody's lives are that perfect. And that just, you know, but that was what was all the rage in the 80s with Family Ties, Growing Pains, and the Cosby Show. Like, everywhere you turned, it was another family sitcom. So, but, uh, and like I said, even though I can't, I can't remember specific uh moments in Night Court, I just remember when I think of Night Court, I laugh. And I finally laughed because it was a show that made me laugh. Um, and uh, yes, in the beginning, they went through some character changes, but then they settled in on a on a group of people that just kind of seemed to take it to the end. So, um, yeah, that's my debate. Right. But like you said, yeah. I agree with Doug. They were all good shows, all yeah. excellent shows. And it's so so. It's kind of hard to argue against a lot of them. Yeah. But I'll I'll say yeah. this about designing women, and I do kind of agree. I did not like Julia Duffy. Yeah. All right. 
I don't like Julia Duffy at all. Yeah. Like the no, I didn't. I didn't like her in Newhart either. I didn't like her in that show either. Right. So, because to me, she yeah. always plays the same bitchy character. Yeah. So to yes. me, yes, she kind of dragged the series and the, the series down a little bit. However, you know, and we'll get to this in in round four. That uh, season six was her highest rated season. Yeah. Okay. But like, as far as like and the, the moments and all that, I just. I don't know. I just feel like, to me, like, designing women, yeah, yes, they may have gone over the top, but I, I don't know. I just, I laugh, well, I, I laugh for all three shows, except for I didn't really laugh a lot during Growing Pains because they tackled too many serious issues. Yeah. Designing women and Night Court, though, I, I, I generally feel like they had a healthy balance, especially in some of the episodes they did. Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, Night Court was quirky and all that, but sometimes I felt like their episodes were too quirky. Yeah. So. No, yeah. But uh, but that was, but you knew that about the show. Like, yeah. that, they didn't hide that. But, and I agree with you, I think the two of them had a healthy balance. And, um, yeah, uh, Growing Pains wasn't really that funny. It had a token laugh here and there, and that was about it. All right, ding ding. That's the end of the round. I'll uh, I'll go first. I, I think that everybody had a pretty good debate. Uh, I will have to give my point to Doug because I think you you had a, a pretty good surplus of moments, uh, and a lot of the, the things that you said from the moments actually made me laugh and it made me want to watch it. So we're watching it tonight after I drop Eric off after the game. Yeah. Uh, probably not, but, but it's still, it was, I thought you, I thought you did really well that time. So I'm going to give my point to Doug. Uh, Sean, I'll throw it to you next. Who gets uh Fetty's point? Uh, I'm also going to give it to Doug for pretty much the same thing you just said. He, I think he explained it a lot better and had more knowledge on it and a lot better moments. All right. Uh, Sharon. I, too, am going with Doug because he had a good grasp on the show and um, different moments. And my one of my favorite moments is when um, Julia Sugarbaker goes after the uh, beauty pageant queen yeah. and sticks up for her sister, not knowing yes. that her sister heard everything she said. Yeah. And um, yes. I, I just thought it I was a... It was a really good moment of somebody sticking up to a bully and not standing down and just not like today people are so rude and so crass when they're trying to put somebody in their place. She did it very elegantly and was very eloquent in her speech. Yeah. And um, that is one of my favorite moments on that show. Yeah. And it's weird that that, that that moment actually is like, it's the second episode, Yeah, but right. it's probably one of the most episodes, which by the way, like that episode, not only is on obviously Pluto and uh, Hulu, but you can actually find that entire episode just on YouTube. Cause it's one of the more iconic, I guess you would say episodes of that show. Okay. Wow. Uh, and all the right, thing so. is, is that Delta Burke in real life has struggled with her weight her whole life. Yeah. So that was a very real, and that and if you knew that about her, 
it made it more identifiable, you know, and, I, and it was great. But you also had to love her pig. Her what? Her pet pig. Oh, yeah. Her pet pig. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so, all right, so it's 4-4-1. Yeah, another clean sweep, this time for Doug. It's, uh, it seems like a two-person uh, fight for the last round, but, Eric, if you fight if your he, ass if off. He can, if he can bounce back, we have a three-way tie. We can do a sudden death type thing. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's 4-4-1. Four, four, Eric, Eric is, has one point, and uh, Karen and Doug are tied. Uh, the fourth round and final round, the Nielsen ratings. Doug, since this is kind of your uh, your type of deal here, why don't you start us off? Okay, so it, Nielsen ratings, Nielsen rankings. So the first uh, the first three seasons of the show, they had uh, they went from uh, 33, 34 ranking. Their rating uh, was you know sixteen point one the first season, fifteen point five the second, fifteen the third, and then in season four. They bounced up a little bit, and they went to season or in season four. They were ranked 22, so they were ranked in the top 30, and they had a 15.3 rating. Season five, they were ranked for the first time ever in the top 10, and they had a 15 or they had a 16.5 rating. And by the way, the millions of viewers they had, they were averaging for the first. Uh, you know, for the first six seasons, they were averaging uh, over 20 million viewers per episode, okay? Season six, you know, when Delta Burke and Gene Smart left and Jan Hooks and Julia Duffy took over, they had their biggest success because the ranking was a six. Uh, and the rating was a 17.3, and they still ranged 20 million, 24.6 million, million viewers. And that's even with a cast change. Okay? So they still stayed up. Now, season seven, when everything goes to hell, uh, everything always goes to hell in the last season. Okay? They went down to a 67. It was a 9.9 rating, 14 million viewers, which actually is still good. Actually, it would beat a lot of shows' asses today. But yes, they went downhill in that last season, but who doesn't? Growing Pains did, Night Court did. They they all did. Okay. But still, like their first several their first several seasons, especially in that season six when everything changed. Yeah. They were ranked number six. They were one of CBS's best shows that, that year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they had they had a hell of a run. So that's pretty much what I got for that. All right, Eric, how was Growing Pains rankings ratings? Uh, the first four seasons they were ranked in the top four, fifteen, um, seventeen and thirteen seasons one and four, and then top ten in season two and three. So seasons two and three were the best seasons. Season three was their best season. They were in the top five. Um, as far as rating, they were six of the first seven seasons. They were 14.3 or better. 
the last two seasons were uh, season two and three again, 22.7 and 21.3. Even the first season, they were close to 20, 19.5. And then it died down in season four, four, 17.6, season five, 15.4, season six, 14.3, and then the last season, 8.6. So it dipped a lot, but the ratings were solid, especially the first four seasons, and all in top 13. All right. All right, Karen, uh, tell us a little bit about Night Court's Nielsen ratings. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out how to read these things on here. So I'm um, – because I'm, I'm saying seven – All right. So, Karen, if you go, even though you and I are opponents, uh, if you go to their Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Okay. So, go to Night Court's Wikipedia. Hold on one second. I got a call coming in. I'm ignoring, so it's just, I got to wait for it. There we go. All right. Hold on. You'll talk to her later. Uh, It's my friend Dave. Okay, uh, so. Just type in Night Court Wikipedia. Yes. So, you know, do your Google search, Night Court, then go to its Wikipedia page. Okay. All right. This is just because I don't know how to – where's Wikipedia now? Come on, Wikipedia. It's not showing me Wikipedia. All right, hold on a second here. Uh, hold on, Karen. I'll I'll just type hold on, I. I'll just, I'll, hey, Karen, I'll, I just sent it to you. Oh, I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. Wikipedia. I'm just typing it in. Yeah, I, I, I Karen, I just sent you the link. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. I'm not as savvy as you are. On this. I've only had this thing uh, for like I've only had this thing for six months. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, well, why is it okay? Why is it saying? I'm getting all these stupid. Okay. All right. So if you're you on the link, you, you go down where it says cast and then theme music and then episodes. You click on the episodes. Cast. And then it'll show you all the seasons, all the episodes originally aired. So first aired, last aired, and then it'll show you the ranking, and then it'll show you the rating. Okay. All right. I got it. I'm going to let you take it from there because. (laughs) Okay. So in season four and five, they were ranked seven. With a rating, as ratings of 23.2 and 20.8. Uh, they also were ranked uh, in third season, they ranked 11. So they had three years when they were in the top 15 and uh, four years of their nine years where they were in the top 20. They had a slow start the first year uh, and then they finished 21 and 28 in seasons six and seven. And then their last two years, they just kind of slipped. But um, 
they did carry their lowest share was at eleven point five, which really is not that bad. Um, they also had uh, thirty three Emmy nominations with seven wins, which is to me a big deal too. So they they did do well with that. Um, so their season, yeah, I remember back in the day when TV seasons were September to May was just a break for the holidays. Remember, Sharon? When you could watch a season straight through pretty sorry, much? What, what, what are we talking about? Talking about sorry. Well, and, and how the shows used to air from September to May. Oh, yes. And you would see that, and you would just have a break over Christmas, and that would be it. Not just you watch four seasons and it's off for two weeks, watch two two episodes and it's off for another three weeks. Yeah. Right. Yep. That drives me crazy. Just a little side note there. But um, they did, their first year, they did start in mid-season. They were a mid-season replacement. And so they and then they were picked up for a full season from the second season on, and that's why they had the forty one share the first season, and then they went from forty one to twenty in the second year, and then from twenty to eleven eleven to seven seven again, and then back up to twenty one so um yeah, that's all I got all right that's uh, it. All right, so here's here's the thing about uh, about the Nielsen ratings for all that. And at one point, by the way, all these shows did compete with one another. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, when uh, when Night Court had uh, you know their biggest run, seasons four, seasons five, uh, you know they were top, you know. It, you know, they ranked at seven. Yes, Designing Women, they were, uh, you know, they were still ranked in the 20s. But guess what? At one point, they had, they ranked at six. And they ranked at six, even after a cast change. All right. So. For how many seasons? Just the one, but. uh <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So like seven for two seasons. Yeah, and it, and, and you know that's uh, all well and good, but like also too. I mean, everybody dipped. Like you know, we could uh, sit here and say, okay, growing pain, or, or like, or no, designing women dipped in. Uh, they went to sixty-seven that final season, which every season, you know, always takes a huge dip. Growing Pains ranked at 75 their last season. Yeah, but he was still in well, the top 15 for most of the seven seasons. Was their last season. Yeah. So, they were 21 points ahead of Designing Women on their last season. And how many seasons was Designing Women on? Uh, seven. Night Court was on for nine seasons. Right. And they got, it, they got an earlier start, so more people were more acclimated with Nightcore. No, they, and, Doug, they had more seasons because they were a better show and weren't canceled as quickly as Designing Women. <laughs> Nightcore was That's almost Nightcore was almost canceled after that first season. But it wasn't. But they weren't. 
but they weren't. They went from 20 to a peak at seven and were on for nine seasons, and they weren't canceled. Your yes. show was canceled. <laughs> yes, it, it, it was canceled, but guess what? They yes. peaked at seven. My show peaked at six. My, my show peaked for at five. One season. <laughs> one season. And, yes, Eric peaked at five. There you go. Good job, Eric. The only season that they were not in the top 30 with the last season. They were in the top 30, the sixth of the seventh season. Go, Eric. But then again, they were only seven seasons. Night Court was on for nine. They started at 17. The other two, Designing Women, started at 30 or something. Yeah. Designing Women started at 30, which, by the way, started uh, ahead of Night Court. Night Court started at 41. Yes, they were able to jump and they peaked longer. But when they peaked, they they didn't make it past they didn't make it past the ranking of seven. Designing Women did. Yes, it was only for one season, but it was the one season where everybody expected them to fail, and they did. Okay, they kept it going. But by season seven, they were ranking 67. Season seven for Night Court, they were ranking 28. So they were better sustaining, and they were funnier for longer, and people watched them longer, and they got bored with designing women, which is, I think is the word I used before for designing women, that it was boring. And <laughs> Night Court finished at 40, because they at their first season, because it was a mid-season replacement, and people didn't have a full season to watch it, so that makes a difference. All right, and uh, they were in the top twenty. One, two, three, four, for four years—a total of four years. My show is in the top 30 for six of the seven seasons. I'll say that again. All right. Uh, yeah, and then they brought in Leonardo DiCaprio to kill the show. <laughs> my show is in the top 30. They, they bring him in. And my show was also in the top 30 for six years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mine was in the top 40, the majority of the run. <laughs> All right. For <laughs> Okay, Doug, you have to go quite low in order to get your number in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Hell of a round. Ding, ding. I'm going to ring the bell. We're done. Uh, Great, great, great debate on all levels. Uh, Sean, you want to go first? Who's winning this thing? Oh, man. Um,. I'm going to have to go with Karen. Yep. I'm d- I'm just picking another. I'm just picking Karen. All right. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, Eric's done. Sharon. Sorry, Eric. You still have a hope. Who, who are you giving your rate? Who now, you- remember, Sharon, you were in the kitchen for the majority of everybody uh, <laughs> I know, giving their pitches. But so. I was I I was listening. Trying to get dinner ready. <laughs> um, I've done my own little research. Yeah. Um, which is the better shows? 
And on the three lists that I looked at, designing women is always above night court or growing pains. So I have to give it to designing women. Aw. So in my head, I will – okay. So this is a hard one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Eric started throwing shots at the end, which was really good. Uh, I had to throw – Doug came through, came out of the gate with clear what he was doing. Uh, He had the knowledge and he was ready to go. So that presented the better starting argument. Uh, It took Karen a while because we all – to, to get on board. I have trouble with Wikipedia and shit too, so I feel your pain. But uh, once she got there and once she started, she had the information, she did start kicking your ass in the argument. Oh, yeah, no, she beat the shit out of So it, it, took her far, it, it took her a while to get to it. So at, at the beginning, I was like, oh, Doug won the whole thing. But once I actually started listening to the arguments and I started, your drop off, you went from what, six or seven? What was your peak? Uh, season six, we were at six. And that was good with the brand new cast, but then your drop-off was so bad. So that means people watched that season because they still had good favor for the show, but then they said, I hate this new direction, fuck this shit, and it dropped to 67. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Night Court, Night Court peaked at seven, and then what did it get the next season? A seven. seven. And then and then it dropped yeah. off a little bit, but not, not huge. You had the worst drop-off. Yeah. Uh, I think Night Court had... Well, doing my own research, too, I thought Night Court had the most consistent of the ratings. I could be wrong. Sharon said it was Designing Women, so maybe I am. But based on debates, too, and the arguments, I'm going to have to give it to Karen. (laughs) And I love you, Doug, and you're my brother. I can't be biased. I think Karen had the better argument towards the end. She had the better argument once she got going, which, by the way, I know you helped her get going. Can can I? Doug, thank you for helping. No, she already won. (laughs) We give Doug his flowers. Uh, but so you fuck me over right now. <laughs> so that means Night Court, Night Court, represented by NBC and represented by Karen, has won this debate. Karen, yeah. congratulations! Yay! Yay! Yeah. You uh, beat Doug. I just wanted to beat Doug. I just wanted to. Yeah, which really isn't much of a, which really isn't much of an accomplishment. You know how many times Sean has beat me on this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not hard. Well, I, I thought it was really good debate, so you, you held your own. Eric, it's great having you around. You're a great guy. <laughs> you tried, Eric. Uh, yeah, give yeah, me an A And you started round. throwing shots at the end in, both, in a lot of the rounds. So first you were, and last round, I knew, my, I knew yes. but that it. middle round, I didn't know shit. Uh, Karen yeah, definitely Eric, did you a had lot had of all strong edge, a strong yeah. Um Thank you guys for voting on me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, if I could remember more, more of the specific episodes, I could have swept this thing, but <laughs> my brain just, like, uh, I remember more designing women ones than I do any of them, actually. But oh. uh, I, like we all said, they were all great shows. I watched all of them when they were on, not in reruns, but I watched them all, as Sharon probably did when they were airing yes, for the first the time the original yes yeah. and uh now doug you have some more coming up and i did want to i couldn't make up my mind if you want to go over what's coming up i can maybe commit to something 
Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what we're gonna. I'll tell you what we're gonna do January seventh, which is three weeks okay. from tonight. Okay. We're gonna do the next one's gonna be and Eric kind of picked this because I had him look at the list. Uh, okay. So we're gonna have representing ABC. It's gonna be Boy Meets World, which I think you're already gonna do, right? Yeah. All right. Tony, try now. Yeah. Uh, representing CBS is going to be the nanny, and representing NBC is going to be Frazier. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Mr. Deffield. <laughs> the nanny? I, I hate that show. <laughs> I, hate, I just hate that show. Uh, can I do Frazier? Yeah. If you if you okay. want if you want to if you want to do Fraser, I'll do the nanny. I mean that is. Yeah, you see it? I bet you would. Back in the day, <laughs> oh, okay. I could so not have... stand her voice. Oh, we're gonna have a rematch. Yeah, her voice is pretty bad. That show was great on mute. Yeah. Was... So so we're going to do this yeah. all over again. Yes. With different shows, yes. it's gonna be a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. We're gonna we're gonna head home here though. Yeah. Uh, Karen, that was very good. Eric, you did great. Doug, you did great. Sean, you did great judging. Sharon as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, yes, thank you, thank judges. You. It was good to talk to you all. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll see everybody next time. Yeah, we'll see everybody. Peace. Now, there's no unscripted unlimited next week because it's Christmas Eve. That's right. All right, but in two that weeks we'll be good. back with the unscripted year, uh, unscripted year end awards. Yes, and uh, we'll uh, keep everybody posted. And all right, guys, have a good one. All right, later, Bye, everybody. Peace. Thanks, thanks, all right, thanks, Sean. Have a good night. No problem. Bye. Have everybody. a good night. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.